Welcome to the Tony Gaskin Show, best-selling author, celebrity life coach, and international speaker. The purpose of this show is to bring you motivation, inspiration, and education in the areas of life, love, and business. Thank you for joining me. Now let's get started. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of Talks with Tony. Got a question today, and it says, Hello, Tony. First, I'd like to say thank you so much for all that you do to help others. Thank you for taking time away from your family to help people. Hey, thank you so much. That really, really means a lot. Then she says, I've been following you for a while now, and you've blessed my life from your videos, advice, your book, The Dream Chaser. Get my book, The Dream Chaser, if you don't have it. It was amazing, by the way. Thank you for putting your everything into your work and your purpose. It is truly inspiring. God bless you. So, I'm not sure if I want you to make a YouTube video about my question because it's kind of personal, but I'm just anxious to read what you might say about the situation. Now, I don't tell a lot of people my business, but I trust your judgment. So there, so there's this guy I met in college while I was living on campus. When I met the guy, I was a virgin. He kind of talked me into losing my virginity, although I was willing a although I was a willing participant in the act, I wasn't too worried about sex at all, really. Before we had sex, we both weren't looking for anything too serious. We were in college having fun, talking to different people, just doing our thing. But along the way, of course, feelings started to develop. He tells me he loves me. He spoiled me with gifts. He says he wants me to be the mother of his children and wife one day. But he says right now, since we live in two different states, he can't be in a relationship right now. And I kind of agree because long distance relationships are hard. He also says he's afraid of failure within a relationship. He says he doesn't get too excited about relationships because something always goes wrong. He also says he's been through a lot and seen so much within his household, poverty, that he wants to get established first before he can get into a relationship with anyone because he said he won't be happy until he gets things together for himself as a man. I believe in my heart that he does have love for me, and I believe everything he says he means, but I'm having trouble deciding if I should wait for him or let him go until he gets everything together. Now, we are not in a committed relationship, so when I say let him go, I, I'm meaning moving on without any hopes of us getting together at all. What do you think, Tony? It's a lot of factors that play into it. The distance is one. Him being afraid to commit because of fear of failure is two. What do you think I should do, Tony? I know you're going to tell it like it is. Thank you for your, for your advice in advance. <laughs> well, thank you in advance for your advice. Thank you so much for submitting your question. It's always fun reading these on the air. Um, so, you know, I read these live. I don't pre-read them and pre-answer them before. I just kind of skim it to see if it's a long enough question for the air. And then I, I'm reading it for the first time when we actually turn the mic on. So it's pretty cool. 
um, because I'm right here in the thick of things with you trying to make it like a real coaching session because like a real coaching session, I hear your situation right there live, and then I have to be able to, you know, ask questions and help you come up with a plan, except for this is just me talking back to you, which is a little different because there probably are always questions I would want to ask, but, you know, I can't do that because we're not live. But based on everything that you told me, it doesn't sound like he's relationship material. It sounds like he he knows love, he respects love, he understands the relationship and what's supposed to go down, how it's supposed to happen, but he's just not sure, really. He's not sure, and he's not sure that you're the one. He's not ready to commit. He he will be married one day. He he sounds like marriage material in the sense like potential, but he's not ready. But he's doing the things that a husband would do, showering you with gifts and, you know, having a great time and, you know, you're really kicking it. Doing things cool. Mm, I don't understand how you let your virginity go that easily because you weren't really into sex and then you were a virgin and you were a willing participant. I really, really would recommend that you kind of, you know, don't continue that pattern because if you gave up your virginity to somebody you're not even really in a relationship with, it sounds like you went into college with the mindset of, hey, I'm going to be this different person and just have fun. Before you know it, you can look up and easily have 30 or 40 men on your list of sexual partners. And if you tell that to a potential husband, you have pretty much shot and ruined any chance of him marrying you. Um, just no man really wants a woman that has been around. So, yes, okay, you you had one. Um, by the time you're getting this answer, hopefully you're not past five or so. But I wouldn't make that a habit of having casual sex with guys just because you're in college, quote unquote, having fun, um, because a lot of a lot can come from that. You get pregnant, you get a disease. You're also forming soul ties with each of these people. Uh, you're kind of muddying your name. Guys don't keep secrets. So when when you walk past him or if y'all are ever on the same campus and you walk past him, he's going to say, hey, you know, I, I hit that. Guys do not keep secrets at all. You may have one out of 100 guys that that doesn't kiss and tell. And he really was raised by some real thugs. But the average guy, he going to tell. And so if you add two, three, four, five men, you're really going to start to mess up your name. So I would say I would move on. You can't sit and wait on somebody. You know, you can't sit and wait on somebody. I met my wife at 21. We got married at 23. You know, 21, I was still in college. I think I was a junior. Um, I was No, I was in my fourth year. I was in my fourth year, but I was still technically a junior, um, credits-wise. But I was in my fourth year. I met my wife, 21 years old. I think she was in her second year. Um, yeah, I believe she was in her second year as a sophomore. And we were married, you know, not long after. So it's not that you're too young to know because people know. And he's just not ready. And he has all of the, the normal excuses that men have. All, and the fact that he's saying, I want to be financially stable, that's the main go-to that a lot of guys say. I wasn't worrying about being financially stable because I wanted to build wealth with my wife. I didn't see it as a situation to where I have to be financially stable um, just by myself before getting married. No, we will grow to be financially stable together. We will help one another. I'll help you achieve your goals. You help me 
achieve mine. And he, he's afraid of failure in a relationship. The only failure is just your choices. So if you choose to cheat, if you choose to lie, if you choose to deceive, if you choose to manipulate, then you're going to fail. If you don't choose those things, then there's no such thing as failure in a relationship. And especially if you're choosing someone who you know is like-minded and who has character and, and morals and values. And so for me, in my relationship, I made sure I chose a woman who wasn't promiscuous, you know, who wasn't easy. So I, don't, I knew I wouldn't have to deal with uh, infidelity, you know, sexual infidelity. You know, you can always kind of deal with emotional cheating if you're not doing what you're supposed to do. But I also knew that if I give her the time and attention and affection that she needs, that she deserves, I wouldn't have to deal with emotional or physical cheating just because of the things she made me go through to get to that point with her. I really had to work for her love. And so that let me know that another guy, if he came in when we're in a relationship, that he was going to really have to work. And if he's really working, I would find out. So I eliminated, you know, the I eliminated the chances of infidelity by me choosing a quality woman. And then I eliminated the fear of failure by choosing not to lie and not to cheat and not to deceive and manipulate and control. And when I was doing those things in the very beginning of my dating life and relationship with my wife, when I was trying to be controlling and all of those things, she broke up with me. She left me. So she taught me as well that she wouldn't put up with it, that she wouldn't be dealing with that stuff. So I had to get it right regardless. So you eliminate those things. Now, long distance, you live in a, in a different state. I have a video on YouTube, I think it's called Long Distance Relationships, where I talk about it. And it is hard. That is hard. And especially when you're young, when you're a young man and you're not completely sold out and committed to God, meaning that you're okay with fornication. So you so you add in being okay with fornication and being uh, in another state, long distance from your girlfriend, you definitely set yourself up for failure. So I agree 100%. See, men, and a lot of women don't want to hear this, but we aren't really built for long-distance relationships because a lot of women are, are, are in long-distance relationships. But if you have a man who, like I, I had a girlfriend in college, and we, I got kicked out of, off the team. I got kicked off my f football team. Um, just coach, I don't know, just didn't like me anymore. Kicked me off the team. So I had to leave West Virginia, come back to Florida. I had a girlfriend at the time. She stayed one more semester. And then she transferred from that college in West Virginia to a college in Atlanta. And so I was living in Florida. She was living in West Virginia. And then I was living in Florida. She was living in Atlanta. Immediately, as soon as I hit Florida, being a young man, 21 years old, 20, 21, maybe I was 20 in the beginning, I immediately started cheating. It right away. And I, and I looked around every guy I knew who was in a long-distance relationship, was cheating. It was one guy I knew who wasn't physically cheating. He had a girlfriend back home and in Florida, and he was playing football in college in West Virginia. He had a girlfriend. So he didn't physically cheat that we knew about, 
but yet he started hanging out with this girl and going on dates with her. And I believe he started spending the night at her at her dorm. So I'm like, man, that's cheating. He, he, oh, I didn't have sex with her. I didn't have, man, that's cheating. But that was the closest to faithfulness that I saw. You know, I saw a devout Christian guy who walked around with his Bible. And we found, you know, these local loose girls in training camp. And he hopped on one of them and was wearing her out in in the bed and had a girlfriend at home. And this guy used to walk around with his Bible. And so every guy I saw that was in a long-distance relationship at, at that age, and, he, and older men too is, is sometimes even worse, was cheating. That let me know men are not built for long-distance relationships. There are faithful men in long-distance relationships, but those men are very, very, very rare. So if you are in a relationship and you are committed, you have to make some concessions. If your partner, if your man has to go to another state for work, you got to pick up and go if you want him to be faithful because he's not in a relationship to be abstinent. So if he's sexually active, you getting cheated on. I'm telling you like this right here. You getting cheated on in a long-distance relationship. Everyone I've ever seen, you getting cheated on. I would have to meet the man who says, man, look, I've been in a long-distance relationship for a year, and I am 100% faithful. If you're that man, write me. And and ladies who in long-distance, don't, don't let your man listen to this because you're in a long-distance relationship, and have him write me line. Because, yeah, he going to write me and curse me out and tell me he's faithful and I shouldn't be saying that because now I'm putting stuff in your mind. And he going to show you the screenshot of it just to prove it to you. You can cheat it on. You can cheat it on. And the only way I know you ain't getting cheated on, the only way you're going to know you're not getting cheated on in a long-distance relationship is if he's a virgin. If he's a virgin or he's abstinent or he is a devout, devout man of God. And I mean to where it almost feels like you're in the presence of Jesus when you're around him. It got to be that real for him not to be cheating in some type of way. It might not be physical cheating. It could be cheating with pornography. And you may be okay with that because it's not physical. It may be pornography and masturbation. So, but I have never met a man and rarely do you even meet women who are 100% faithful in long distance relationships so if a woman can't even can barely be faithful in long distance relationships the average woman then you know because my mom told me when my dad went to the army she got mad with him because she wanted to get married before he went to the army and my dad's brother told him don't get married before you go to the army I believe my dad's brother told him that not to get married so he can, you know, go over there and have a little fun. My dad said he was faithful over there, but he's not going to tell me the truth. Not going to tell me if he cheated on my mama. Just not going to do it. So he said he was faithful. My mama tells me as soon as he as she left, she was like, bump this. I'm hopping on me another one. Got her another man in a full relationship, everything. Cheating up. My daddy thought she was being faithful. My daddy came home, said, look, I'm home. 
I don't want to go back without marrying you. I want to be with you. So then my mama went to the man that she hadn't start, you know, messing with, told him, hey, can't be with you. I told you about my man that went over to the army when I met you. Well, he's back and he want me, so I got to be with him. And she cut the man off. And she said this new man was a nice man, was a good man, he was giving him money, he was taking care of, he was looking out for her. You know, they sleeping together and all that. And she cut him loose because she loved my dad and she had a soul tie with my dad. She, He was her first love. And so they got married. So that showed me right there, real life example, real close to me, how hard it is to make long distance relationships work. So I want you to think about that too. And I went off on a tangent on that because that's the key element when it comes to these these new relationships when you have this distance. Um, and for you ladies that's in long distance relationships and now you really, really wondering, um, watch the video on long distance relationships so you get the tips on how you can strengthen your relationship and how you can have a chance at faithfulness in these situations. And to the young lady who wrote in, for all of those reasons that he gave you, believe him. And this is a message to all women. When a man tells you he's not ready, do not sit and wait. You pack your things, you know, metaphorically speaking, or literally speaking, if y'all live together, and you leave, you move on. Never wait on a man. Never wait on a man. Because if it's... As soon as you show him that you're willing to wait, he loses respect for you. Now he puts you in a category. You're the hold me down. You are the hold me down woman. So I could do what I want to do, sleep with who I want to sleep with, go where I want to go, do whatever I want to do, and I know you're going to sit there and be dumb enough to wait. Never wait on a man. You let him know, hey, you know, that's cool. I understand that. I respect that. And um, so I mean, but you so I, I you know I'm I'm just gonna live my life. I'm gonna live my life. I'm and I'm I'm gonna keep my options open. And if I meet a guy that I like and and he's ready, I'm I'm gonna be with him. And and you know what you're gonna find out is one or two things. One, he say, you know what? All right, never mind. I, I changed my mind. He's gonna come back a couple of days. I changed my mind. I want to be with you because he realized he don't want he don't want to let you go. Or the other one. All right, I understand that. I respect that. I respect that. But guess what? If you already had sex, now it's your loss. <laughs> now you lost. He like, okay, move on with your life. I didn't hit. You didn't let me hit. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. And now I know I got a soul tie with you. And I know you're just talking out the side of your neck. But I know when I come back and put that talk game on you, and you feeling horny because I know already exposure to the D when I come back you gonna want a piece of me even if you talking to another dude so now what it's gonna be is now you sleeping with both of us so I already know what the game is so go ahead this is what he's saying on, on the inside but to you you know hey I, I totally understand that I, I understand that I respect that I can't be mad at you I can't blame you that's what he's telling you but he already know the deal he just put that soul tie on you he got you hooked and so that's what that's why I say you got to think about all this. You got to get all this in order before you having sex. You shouldn't be having sex you if you don't even have a commitment. And I don't believe in sex before marriage, but y'all going to do it anyways. 
and and still throw God name and stuff. You know, there's a lot of people having sex outside of marriage and still talking about I'm talking to God and I've been praying. And it's like, but you willingly living in that sin, you know. So y'all gonna, you know, people gonna do it anyways. Not everybody, but if you're gonna do it, at least be exclusive and know that this is husband or wife material who is serious about you and who says, I want to be with you. So this guy here, he's just running game. So while he's in you, he's telling you, I want you to have my babies. I want you to be my wife one day. But then out of the next breath, he's telling you, I'm not ready because of the distance and I fear failure and I'm not financially stable. If he's not financially stable, but he's showering you with gifts. Something ain't adding up. So this just play a player from the Himalayas. You know, he got the potential, but he got a lot of growing to do. He got a lot to work through. So you really got to put on your track shoes. Put on your 100-meter shoes and get on out of there. Get on out of there and close your legs to him for good. You got to close your legs to him for good. You know, you already gave him a test drive. You're not a Tesla. So stop getting test driven. Close your legs to him. Move on with your life. Hey, this is Tony Gaskins. Just... Sharing the truth in love. Your brother from another mother giving you my two cents, hoping that it doesn't bankrupt me. If you have a question for me, send it to inbox at TonyGaskins.com. Inbox at TonyGaskins.com. And make sure you slide on over to TonyGaskinsAcademy.com and grab my new course, Dating 101, Understanding Men. Dating 101, Understanding Men. God bless you and we'll talk soon.